right. The phone lines are back up and working, and Vicki Peterson is standing by on the line. Hi, Vicki. Hi, I'm here. Yay, you're here. <laughs> I, <could laughs> I know, right? <laughs> our little glitch on Monday morning. So, you know, you have a very interesting backstory to the Bengals. And for those of you, for those who do not know, um, tell me about, you know, when they were started, and they weren't actually called the Bengals. No, we went through a series of, of uh, names. Oh, really? <laughs> Some better than others. <laughs> um, it seemed like we were cursed with this um, situation where every name we chose, we'd find out 10 minutes later that there was another band with that name, which oh, is no. a very common experience for a baby band. Yeah. One of the hardest things to do is to pick a name because then you're married to it throughout your, your career, Right. hopefully. Right. <laughs> we went through the colors. Um, <laughs> we were the supersonic bangs for about... 25 minutes, um, and then um, uh, we uh, shortened that to the Bangs, okay. and the Bangs were, was really our first uh, identity in Los Angeles. Very and, cool. Um, I saw a picture on the bangles.com uh, when you were first starting out. You guys look so cute. Oh, <laughs> babies. I love it. I love Hello, it. Hello, baby. And it was four we of you. so into the 60s, so into the 60s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was, there was always four. We just, um, Debbie and Suzanne and I were the sort of core, okay. and this, this all kind of grew out of a, a band that I was playing in uh, with Debbie all through high school and, you know, into college, and then, um, and then the, that band ended up shrinking down to just Debbie and me, and then we found Susanna, so we started up again. So, and then we added um, um, Annette Zelinskis mm-hmm. as a bass player, and, um, and Annette was with us for a couple of years, and then we found Michael Steele, Incredible, incredible bass player, yes. and she was with us for for uh, the '80s and beyond. Wow. Let me. I'm going to back way up. When did you first know? Because I read on your bio that in fourth grade you wanted to. You just picked up the guitar and you started writing songs. What, how did you become so musical? Um, that I don't know. Other than my, both my parents are music aficionados. Neither of them were performers mm-hmm. or musicians. But um, they both just passionately loved music, and so we always had it in the house, always surrounded with it. And luckily for us, our dad was a, also a pop music fan, mm-hmm. and so we just had the radio going all the time. Oh, so, um, yeah, so radio and, and you know, top 40 music was a big part of, of growing up in the Peterson household. That's great. That's the foundation. Yeah, I know. And, you know, a lot of my friends and and our kids, and they just, you know, you infuse these kids with music. And it's, for some people, it's just kind of the the wallpaper, and you Mm -hmm. like, oh, I remember that song. And then there's people who just plug in and know every lyric. And, you know, and I meet those four year olds who can sing every Katy Perry song, (laughs) (laughs) you know, or whatever whatever it is that's touching their lives right now. But they are plugged in, and I love that. I love it. (laughs) And I saw you recently at the She Rocks Awards at NAMM, and uh, mm-hmm. loved the performance. Oh, yeah. well. <laughs> we had a little talk about technical glitches. We had a few technical problems at that performance. Oh. But, <laughs> but it was, um, it was a v- really fun night. It was very inspiring. It was great to, um, to talk to some of the women afterwards. And, um, and just there was so much energy in that room. Oh, my gosh. That, that, that event that Laura Whitmore put on was incredible with Oriana mm-hmm. and uh, Yes, very cool. yes. What is it like to be performing after all this time with the Bengals? It's, it's such a part of my, my life and my world um, mm-hmm. that it just feels very natural at this point. 
Susanna and Debbie are, you know, well, Debbie is my biological sister. Susanna uh-huh. is my musical sister, mm-hmm. you know, one of my musical sisters. But, but it just, we, we feel like, it feels like family. I mean, we just, yeah. we, we take each other for granted, just like family members do. And we, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and, and we sort of love each other unconditionally the way family members do. That's nice. That's so nice. I mean, you've been through so much together. Mm-hmm. You know? This is true. <laughs> and so many uh, different, you know, songs that you've cranked out on, on uh, thebangles.com. If you're just tuning in, we're talking to Vicki Peterson of The Bangles. You've got, you know, quite a discography of uh, CDs, or mm-hmm. al- albums, I should say. <laughs> albums? Yeah. yeah, they were albums first. They were They're al- still albums. They're still albums. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Do you have some songs that really stand out to you? I know there's so many, but there's some that are just so special. There are, there are so many, um, and it's, as we're preparing for a couple of shows coming up this weekend um, in Orange County, and, and uh, at the end of the month we're playing at uh, the Troubadour in Los Angeles. Very okay. excited about all these shows coming up, and we've been we've been sort of digging back into our our way way past and um, for recent shows, and it's been it's been really fun and sort of re inspiring to remember what we were coming up with, mm-hmm. you know, when we were, like, in our early 20s. And yeah. um, just last night I was kind of playing through some songs, and I was playing through Dover Beach, which mm-hmm. is a song off of our first album, and, um, and remembering when Susanna and I wrote that, sort of flipping through our, our past. As, my past is an English major, and her okay. past is a theater. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Participant. So, yeah, it was really, so that, that's a very sweet song. It's a very longing um, sort of song full of, heartache. <laughs> it's always good. <laughs> it's always good. Yeah. It's like a diary of your, your life, you know, it's mm-hmm. all these different milestones throughout your life or your songs. You can, definitely can do that. And yeah. I do. And I feel <laughs> other people's lives too. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, uh, I was in a band a while ago and we did Hazy Shade of Winter. And oh, uh, how fun. <laughs> I love that song. That is so much fun. It really is. It was a fun song. Um, we sort of of course, translated it from the Simon and Garfunkel version, which mm-hmm. is played on you know twelve string acoustic. So it's a very different, oh, yeah. um, a di- very different feel. But it's such a great song. It's a great energy, smart song. I love it. Maybe you'll do that one Friday. I'm coming to the Coach House. I can't wait. Oh yay! Okay, yeah. we'll see you there. It's, so it's <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll oh we'll do it. We have to play that one. Yay! Okay, good. And um, so tell me about what's been going on as far as music. What's been going on with the band? Well, we've been sort of. Balancing a lot of plates in the air at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, each of us have, have several things going in our lives. So right now what we're trying to do is our focus is, is really sort of indulgently on fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have been playing shows that sound like fun to us. Good. And, um, and really, and turning down a lot of shows that probably would make us more money, but that's not sound like much fun. <laughs> so we're just doing what, we're, we're being very selfish and just doing what we want right now. And it's, it's, been, um, it's been really gratifying. We've, we've been doing little tour bursts okay. throughout the U.S., um, you know, quick runs of five, six shows, and then back home. And, oh, and uh, done that several times this past year. And um, this is our little, little LAOC um, burst coming up this month and then um, have a few things in the summer planned. It's very sort of scattered right now, but, um, you know, like I said, we're, we're, we've been sort of celebrating our earliest music just, just for the sheer fun of playing it mm-hmm. and, um, and, and re-releasing it. We re-released it um, in the fall 
digitally a collection called Ladies and Gentlemen, the Bangles. I and saw um, that. now we're, we're packaging that into a vinyl package as okay. well for, um, by, by popular demand. Oh, good. So working on that as a project as well. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah, actual 12-inch. Actual oh, cool. I actually have a whole collection of albums. I love albums. Right, me too. You know, you know? And, and a lot of people are rediscovering them, and there is something beautiful and soulful about the, the larger artwork and the um, yes, and having something like that to hold in your hand. It's funny you say artwork. I actually have my albums displayed on the wall because I I consider ah. them to be artwork. I think, the, and you can rotate them. Right. It's not like you're stuck with a painting that you stick on the wall and you get That's tired of. That's such a great idea. Yeah, yeah. They're really, you know, I mean, some uh, obviously there's been just incredible iconic artwork. Right. to grace album covers over the history of pop music. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful little uh, venue. You've got 12 inches square to, yes. to work with. Yes, <laughs> yes. Do you have a lot of um, kids coming up to you wanting to learn your songs? or it, Like, you probably have different generations of fans, I can imagine. Absolutely. It, it's, and it's funny, because we used to say this in the 80s. They would say, do you have... You know, who comes to your shows? Older people, and we would say, it's amazing. We have, you know, little kids, and we have their parents. And now, and now it's like we have little kids, their parents, and their grandparents. Grandparents, right. right. <laughs> At least it feels that way. You, go, you look out, and there's, you know, people our age, there's people who were, you know, um, in, in college or were professionals when we were, you know, touring more in the 80s. And, right. Um, and then there's the kids who never got to see us live before who are now in their 20s. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's really fun. That's awesome. I was actually at Syracuse when, um, oh, when one of your albums was out, and it was, it was so popular. I mean, it was everywhere. I loved it. Mm. It was so cool. That's so, so great. So um, as far as, now I know you're married to a musician as well. I am. And uh, tell, me, tell me about that. How did you, I believe you, you're... Uh, I don't want to give it away, but how did that all come about? <laughs> um, well, I, my husband is John Cowsill. He mm-hmm. plays um, drums with the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. And um, I've, I met him a million years ago. We've been friends for a million years. I've, oh. I've, um, I also work in a band with his sister, Susan Cowsill, who's an incredible songwriter and singer. And she and I have a duo called the Psycho Sisters. Oh. And um, we're doing some... It's great. We're in England this summer. We just put out a record a couple of years ago. Um, so th- it's just a big, incestuous love fest. I love it. <laughs> it's amazing that you have time to do the Psycho Sisters and the Bangles and everything else you do. Yeah, well, that's where that, those little bursts come in handy. You know, right. you just kind of fit things around um, private lives, other projects, writing projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's, it's, at this point, the Bangles is, is like I said, it's, we're, it's a comfort level yes um i mean you know i still i still have to go back and try to remember songs that you know that i wrote 20 <laughs> years ago i don't you know i i definitely have to prepare for these things sure. but on but on certain levels you know it's just part of, it becomes part of your your cellular makeup right. you know you just you just plug in and play yes kind of because this comes back it's amazing now how would you describe the music of the psycho sisters that is extremely different um yeah. It's it is it's very vocal harmony driven, mm-hmm. um, but since there's only two of us, we do more duets. Um, the songs are all a little odd, <laughs> and so it's, very, it's it's kind of hard to to nail down and say this is what this is. Yeah, it's it's all based in you know 
Susan grew up, obviously, you know, as, as a touring musician as a young girl. She was mm-hmm. part of the Cowsills, a family band, um, with her brothers. So she's, you know, she was one of those plugged-in kids I was talking about. And right. she, um, she and I share, you know, a love for 60s music, you know. That's which, great. Which is common to the Bangles, but you don't... I hear a Psycho Sister song, and I know it is a Psycho Sister song. It's mm-hmm. not a Bangle song. It becomes very obvious to me if, right. when I'm writing, okay, that's a Psycho song. Part of it is subject matter. Part of it is just how we approach it musically. Sure. I wanted to tell you the theme of the show is Get the Funk Out. So yeah. I can imagine <laughs> that music has absolutely helped you through funks, if you've had any. We all do. Mm. Is there any advice you would give to the listeners about how to you know, deal with the ups and downs of uh, this crazy life, crazy roller coaster ride? I think um, I think I think you've nailed it, and that art is um, is the best medicine mm-hmm. in some ways. It, whether you're creating it or observing it or living in it, sometimes um, just putting on an album, a certain album, at the right time, or going to see a movie, or going to a play, or um, going to look at art. Yes, I, to me, it's always you know it's either art or nature, and those two can be conflated but mm-hmm. um you know i even need to go and look at a tree or i need to go <laughs> to you know look at a painting or drive around and listen to music yeah. and it um it can it can completely elevate you out of anything that's that's dragging you down that's so true it's so or true. yes or you can use it to to get in deeper you know and and uh and wallow Right. Sometimes wallowing is good. <laughs> no, it's true. Sometimes you go through this dark moment and you come out on the other side and go, okay, well, that kind of helped. I mean, yeah. You know. yeah, I feel a little better now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, um, I have my moments. I get my funk. And I definitely playing guitar, learning new songs. It's a sense of accomplishment and taking your mind off of that thing that's bothering you. Yes. You're, you're focusing on something completely different. You're focusing on the pain in your fingertips if you haven't been playing. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I got to tell you a funny thing. I have uh, two daughters, and I took my 12-year-old to Guitar Center over the weekend, and she's like, Mom, oh, wow. look at this guitar. And it was an amazing deal, an Ibanez. And, uh, and so we're like, I said, let's plug in. So we plug in, and she just loves all kinds of instruments. And it was so much fun. It was like going to the circus for her or something. Oh, that, how that, great is that? I know. And we go and we play with the pedals and the bongos and the cajones and the keyboards. And she just thought it was the best thing I ever did for her. You it's know. playtime. It, it's that, playtime. That is so great. I'm, I'm really I'm pleased for you that you have a daughter like that. And, um, <laughs> and that is... Um, I'm also pleased that that the I'm hoping, and I'm just going to be optimistic about this, mm-hmm. that the, the uh, atmosphere has changed so that a 12 year old can walk in a guitar center and feel completely accepted and joyful and and um, play yes. just like everybody else. Yes. There was a time where you were, if you were a young girl and you walk into a music store, <clears throat> you were approached very differently. Right. And right. um, and I think that has really shifted. I I always wanted to believe that it would, and I and I believe it has. You know, we have to wrap up soon, but I just want to uh, throw this out. I saw an interesting interview with Carrie Brownstein from Slater Kinney, and mm-hmm. someone said, "Love her." Yes, someone said to her, "What does it feel like to be in a uh, girl band? You know, a <laughs> riot girl?" And she says, "You know, guys wouldn't get asked what is it like to be a guy <clears throat> in a band. Why are you asking a woman? It's yes. ridiculous." 
You, we were asked that almost every single interview, and you know, and you know, my stock answer was, I don't know. I've never been in an all boy band. Right. You know, I don't. You know, I, and, which is the parallel to what she's saying. You know, yes. like like. Right. What is it you're really asking here? Yes. <laughs> what exactly. is it you really want to know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Vicki, it's been great chatting with you. I'm sorry we've got to wrap up. If people want to find no out worries. more about you, uh, thebangles.com, is that the best place? Bangles.com is good. Um, Vicki Peterson, Facebook. Okay. Um, you know, and I'm on Twitter at Vicki Bangle. All right. So, Come, come play. Awesome. And I'll, <laughs> I'll see you Friday at the Coach House. Great. Awesome. Great. Right. Looking forward to it. You really too. looking forward to these shows coming up. And uh, by the way, I'm January 12th. <laughs> ah, aha. Capricorn. Capricorn's rule. Right on. <laughs> All right. Have a great day, and I'll see you Friday. Hey, thank you so much. All right. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye-bye. That was Vicki Peterson of the Bengals. Uh, Got to wrap up. Sorry we've gone over into Sheldon's show, Cure of the Blues. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. He's... He's saying no problem. All right, you're so cool, Sheldon. Thank you, Sheldon. I'm sorry. We were having such a great conversation with Vicky. And uh, here you go. You're on. <laughs> you did a great job. What a great interview that was. She's so nice. I've met her before because I hosted a show here, Moms Rock the House, and I well, met right. her at NAM. And sure. it was actually Susanna's 50th. They brought out this huge cake. Oh, how great. And everybody was saying, Susanna has the best legs. She's in the best shape. Look at her. She's 50. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah, well, they're awesome. Well, I'm glad you got her to call. I got her to call in in spite of the phone problems. Nice job. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, so standing by Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. Thank if you missed any part of the show with my interview with Vicki Peterson, it will be up on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And uh, again, thebangles.com for more information about their upcoming shows. And. Uh, Give us a call for the fun drive. I'll be standing by to handle the phones, 949-824-KUCI. Have a great Monday, everybody, and I'll be back next week.